So glad you're listening to Talk Healthy today. I did an interview some time ago with the fantastic Debbie Matinopoulos about her wonderful book, It's All Greek to Me, Transform Your Health the Mediterranean Way with my family's century-old recipes. We had such a blast. She shared some great recipes. It was like we were old friends, and I think you'll really enjoy this interview. I'm such a huge fan of Debbie's. And I am also a huge fan of the Kind Bar, which is a sponsor of Talk Healthy Today. If you're ready to try some tasty and healthy snacks, we've got a special deal for you that I know you're going to love. Okay, you can try 10 Kind Bars for free, and all you have to do is pay shipping. Now, when you order the sample box, you'll also get to try Kind Snack Club. You'll receive monthly snacks at a discount and get members-only bonuses. You know, honestly, my daughter and I both love these snacks. I love that they have so many different varieties. From my favorite dark chocolate and sea salt to caramel almond and sea salt, my daughter's favorite, to ones that have wonderful oats and quinoa and other great ingredients. So if you want to try this wonderful sample box for free, just for shipping and handling, you would go to kindsnacks.com slash talk. Again, kindsnacks.com slash talk. And now it's time for Debbie Matinopoulos. I am so excited to have the wonderful, gorgeous, and talented Debbie Matinopoulos. Hey, Debbie. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited. I love the book. It's all Greek to me. Transform your health the Mediterranean way with my family's century-old recipes. And I actually interviewed the uh, doctor who wrote the foreword, Dr. Osner, recently all about the benefits of the Mediterranean diet. So talk to us about why you wanted to put this great book together. Dr. Osner's amazing, by the way. I love him. Um, Yeah, and like, like you said, like he's known how beneficial the Mediterranean diet has been for years. He's been talking about this and putting his patients on a um, pretty much a a strict Mediterranean diet and taking them off of their medicine, and their heart health has improved dramatically, so much so that his fellow doctors were saying to him, what is your secret? What's the magic drug? He said, nothing. I'm, I'm feeding them food that nourishes their body and helps them heal themselves. So to me... Why this this book originated out of the idea that I really wanted to share my family's recipes with the world because to Greeks and to a lot of ethnic people, food is love. Like we equate food and love. And I equate healthy, good food with love, you know? So And I wanted to share that with the world, not only because the, the recipes are delicious and amazing, but also because I really saw in myself a transformation when I stopped eating the Mediterranean way. My whole life I was raised on a diet that was really rich in olive oil and oregano and lemon and um, whole grains and beans and lean meats and lots of uh, farm-to-table food and fresh vegetables and things like this and fruits. And, you know, that was just the way that my mother cooked and the way that her mother cooked and what we were always used to eating. Then when I moved to New York City from Virginia to go to NYU and to start working in in television, I began to eat a standard typical American diet, which consists of stuff that's quick and easy, and you can grab it at the deli or at the fast food or, you know, it's what most college kids are used to eating. I was eating less and gaining weight. My skin started to get bad. My hair started to look lackluster. And I thought, how is this possible? I'm eating half the calories, and I'm getting fat. Something's not right here, you know. So I went home for the holidays for a two-week period and 
didn't try to lose any weight, didn't try to do anything differently, was just eating what my mom was cooking. And I found in two weeks, I ended up losing six pounds. And I started to have my energy back and my skin was getting better. And I thought, wow, there really is something to this. You know, and my mom would always say, you know, what your mom makes is so she'd be like, no, eat my food, so healthy, it's so fresh. Whatever. You're like, every mom says that. You know what I mean? She's like, do I really believe you? I'm not sure. But then I thought, wow, this is firsthand. I'm seeing this firsthand. And that's when it really dawned on me, the medical benefits and the health benefits of eating the Mediterranean way and just lean fish, fresh fish, like things that are farm to table is so important, you know, and I know it's not always easy to eat that way. But I think if we put a little more time and effort into what goes into our bodies, in the long run, it's is just the benefits are immeasurable. They really you know, are. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. But from what I truly believe, that food is our medicine and medicine is our food. Like what you know, which is Hippocrates said that thousands and thousands of years ago. And I really don't think that has changed. I think it's so important. We should respect the food that goes in our bodies because a lot of the in my opinion, a lot of our sicknesses that we have, I think are due to a lot of things we put in our body. Oh, you are so right. And you know, one of the things you're talking about too, it's like real food. And when we're eating all that fast food and the convenient food, you know, and and people are like going crazy counting calories. I don't even count calories. I just think people need to eat real food, right? And you were saying you were eating less, but gaining weight. Now those things are highly caloric. That's different. But if you're really just going to a whole food diet, when people ask, what should I be eating? It's like, well, try not to eat things from a package. And people look at me like I have, you know, 12 horns growing out of my head. I don't know. Make a piece of chicken, make a salad, have some avocado, have a yam, get some grass fed beef. I don't know. Exactly. Stuff that comes from this planet. Yeah. I mean, I, you've heard it a million times over. If you can't, can't pronounce it, why would you put it in your body? What is that dextrose number seven? Like, what is oh, that? It's bad. You know, I mean, some of these things are one chromosome away from plastic. Exactly. It's scary. You know, so it's really scary. And to the point where even my mom, I remember when the word organic was being thrown around a lot. Like when everything became organic, you know, suddenly everyone in America was obsessed with organic years ago and it's, you know, become really popular now and the masses have organic food where before a lot of people didn't, you know. So my mom said, organic, what is organic? And I said, mom, no chemicals, no pesticides, nothing on the fruits and vegetables. And she said, oh, normal, normal, the way we make in Greece every day. What do you mean? And I said, exactly. It kind of dawned on me like, yeah, it's so unfortunate that we in this country are so used to and accepting of the pesticides and the and the stuff that they put on the vegetables to make them grow prettier and bigger that we don't even, it doesn't dawn on us that why would we put this in our bodies? I know, it's so true. Yeah, your mom has it right. Now, talk to us about the process, what it was like to go back to Greece. I know it was a whirlwind. How many months were you there? Just a few? We were only there for, wow, we did this book in lightning speed. We shot and photo, shot and cooked, shot and photographed like um, a lot of landscape scenes, a lot of the obviously every single recipe in here, um, a lot of lifestyle stuff uh, all around Greece, and we were only there for three and a half weeks. So we were oh shooting gosh. from morning to night, and when I say morning to night, as soon as the sun would come up, and in Greece, the little village where my family has a house. Roosters really do crow. It's hysterical. The roosters start to crow, and you know, okay, it's time to get up because I can't sleep now. So as soon as the rooster would crow, we'd be up and out photographing the local bakeries, the mm. local butcher shop. We'd go down to the dock where the fishermen were, and they'd take us out on their boats. 
and let us photograph them, bringing all the fish, the fresh fish for the day. It was really an amazing experience. And I had my moms and my aunts and my grandmas and basically my entire family cooking, preparing, and uh, styling all the food in the book. And then we'd photograph. So, so, so every day for lunch, we would decide what we're going to eat for lunch based on what recipes we needed for the book. That is so cool. <laughs> well, talk to us about some of your favorite recipes in the book and just in general. Or I'm hoping they're all in the book. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're all in the book. Yeah. One of my favorite recipes is something called um, bliguri salad, which is bulgur wheat mm. salad. And it doesn't sound so yummy, but it is really one of the best salads in the book. Heart-healthy, light fresh, and also incredibly filling and delicious. And it's 100% bulgur wheat. You saute it with some olive oil and some lemon. And then you um, chop up a cucumber, tomato, fresh onion, some parsley, um, squeeze some more lemon and olive oil over the top of it with some salt and pepper, and it's so easy and delicious. Mm. It's almost like couscous, but lighter. Really nice. that sounds delicious. And... um, I'm a big fan of the dandelion greens. Mm. And the dandelion greens are sort of like a kale, you know, but they're like a kale meets a Swiss chard. They're really delicious, and you boil them just until they're really bright green and just a little bit of olive oil and vinegar or lemon and salt and pepper, and that's delicious too. And then you can use the juice from the boiling of the dandelion for a juice cleanse so that you keep the water. Mm. And it's super, super healthy. I mean, it's anti-inflammatory. It's antifungal, antibacterial. It helps clean your um, your digestive tract. It's my, when my father was really ill. We were giving this to him, and his health kept improving every time we go to the doctor. And they said, "Oh, you know, what have you been doing? Are you is he still taking the same medicine?" And I said, "Yeah, but we're doing this dandelion thing." And they said, "Whatever you're doing, keep doing it." Oh, how fantastic! Yeah, I mean, it's it's really impressive the health benefits of eating this way. Oh, it, it definitely is. And then, of is. course, there are the ones that I love, like the um, the prasopita, which is leek and cheese, leek and feta, um, filo pie, which is it's similar to a spanakopita mm. or duropita, but it's more sophisticated and lighter and just it almost has, has a French feel to it. It's really delicious. Mm. And leeks are also one of the greatest vegetables out there that, really nobody gives enough credit to like onions if onions died and went to heaven they'd be leeks <laughs> i love leeks they're so good me too i love them and nobody gives them enough credit <laughs> that's true i know really i never really thought about it i mean i used to make this chicken with leek kind of thing and i just kind of threw it together with lots of garlic See, i'm like a garlic fiend my mm. everybody in my house smelled like if we after we exercise it's like did, did you just eat garlic you know Right, because it's coming out of your pores. But that's another thing. That'll keep you alive forever, too. Yeah. Garlic is so good for you. You know, there was a study done on an island in Greece where these people were living to their average age. Average age was 93 years old. Oh, my gosh. And they kept saying, you know, what is the secret? And the secret is that there's nothing processed on that island. All they eat is what is on the island. So, you know, there's something to be said for that. There really is. And that's what I, I love going back to what your mom said about, oh, organic, normal. Like that's. Yeah, normal. Uh, too bad we mean? all can't like, be well, eating like that. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. You know, there was a Greek restaurant in Santa Cruz, California that my husband and I, when we lived out there, used to go to about, I don't know, like 17 years ago called Vasili's. And he made this chicken. 
that was so good. And I could never figure out exactly. I mean, it was a lot of lemon, a lot of garlic. That's it, I yes. Have, that's in the book. That's okay, in the somehow book. I did not see that. Okay, so that's, what are the that's spices? That's the famous Greek chicken. Okay, because we've been going Greek insane chicken. trying to make it since then. <laughs> okay, it's in the book. Do you have the book? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, it's in the book, and it's Lemonati Cotas Meriganis to Furno, and the other one is the Lemonatis Patatas, which are the lemon potatoes that go with it. Okay, the trick to this, by the way, okay. it's in the recipe. Yeah. It's a lot of lemon. It's probably like six or seven lemons squeezed into like a Ziploc bag. Wow. You chop it up with garlic, scallions, oregano, olive oil, um, salt and pepper. You put no, no pepper, salt in there. Then you also put about a half a tablespoon of mustard, oh. and you mix it all up in there, and you whisk it together, and that really gives it a lemon kick. Ooh. And you keep it in the, what you like, what I would recommend is have it in the fridge for at least an hour. I like to keep it overnight, because not only does the lemon infuse into the chicken, but it also tenderizes the chicken, so that's where you get the juiciness. Oh my gosh, okay, it's all right. really great. I don't know how I missed that, but I did make, though, because at Vasili's we used to have scordal, scordal, yeah, how do you say oh, that? Oh, scordal, yeah. Oh, the garlic. That's oh my gosh, yes. It's so simple, potatoes, garlic, uh, olive oh oil, uh, lemon, right? Yeah, and you dip it in, in warm so- bread, and it's the most delicious thing ever. Oh my gosh. See, there's it's so, so good for you. There is so I just many. Wouldn't recommend, I wouldn't recommend eating that if you were going to go out on a date. No. <laughs> See, luckily, me and my husband both are all always garlicky. Although it was funny, years ago, it's like 20 years ago, I worked in a gym as a personal trainer and I would teach aerobics, which I was not very good at, by the way. When you're 5'10, you know, all, you've ever noticed that all aerobics instructors are shorter? Have you, is that, right? Okay. So I'm this giant, this uncoordinated giant. Anyhow, make a long story short. My boss was like, you know, you got to stop eating so much garlic. And I was like, you don't pay me enough to get me to stop eating garlic, but I will shower. Right. Because what I would do is that people would stop and come up and chat and ask questions. And then he's like, just run to the shower then as soon as you finish. Oh my gosh. Clearly your boss had never been into a hot yoga studio. Because if you ever walk into a hot yoga studio, those yogis smell like cloves of garlic. I mean, the entire place just reeks. You cannot get rid of that smell for anything. Oh, it's so funny. You know, I'm looking at your summer peach salsa with summer uh, coming upon us. That looks amazing. Yes, that's a really that's one that I came up with on my own. And the only reason I did is because it's in on um, my our house in Greece. We have lots of peach trees, and I don't think a lot of people know how how abundant the peaches are in Greece. They're really abundant and super juicy. Like you bite into it. I remember them being so big when I was a kid that I couldn't even hold it in my hand. And the juice just run down your arm. You know, like one of those peaches where you're like, this might be the best piece of fruit I've oh. ever eaten in my life. So um, Greeks don't really put fruit with their fish. Yeah. But, you know, I grew up in America. So going sure. back and forth every year. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. So I just came up with this beautiful peach salsa. And you, and you put tomatoes and onions in it, and you can put even jalapeno in it if you want, and put it over a beautiful white fish that my uncle would go get from the fisherman, mm-hmm. literally go get from the fisherman that just pulled up to dock an hour earlier with the fish. Wow. And my family ended up falling in love with it, so oh, I could not, not put it in the book, you know. Now, how much time did you spend in Greece growing up? Every summer we were there. I can't even imagine. Yeah, and my... And then, I, my family was hardly wealthy. I mean, we're from a very middle-class family, sure. but somehow my mother and my father made it happen. You know what I mean? If they had to sacrifice in other departments, 
they made sure that we were in Greece as soon as we were out of school until right before we went back. And it was really important for them to make sure that we don't, the culture isn't lost on us just because we're growing up in America. You know, they wanted to make sure that we spoke the language, that we knew where we were from, that we saw a connection with Greece. And I'm so, I'm so happy they did that. I'm so fortunate that they thought ahead to do that. Not to mention, it really helped me in SATs when I was uh, growing up because every word during the in the English section oh, was yeah. a Greek word. <laughs> <laughs> they thought I was brilliant. Oh, I bet. Now, I'm sure you've been asked this a million times, Debbie. But tell us when you first met Barbara Walters. I I just want to hear the story right from you. Wow. <laughs> okay, when I first met Barbara, I had oh gosh, I was a kid. I was working at MTV, going to NYU. Um. I had pink hair. I mean, crazy. <laughs> you know, I was a crazy kid. I was 22 totally. years old. Yeah, exactly. So I, a friend of mine, like, I don't know, had said to me, listen, I was at this party, and he said, I'd love for you to come audition for this show called The View From Here, is what it was called initially. Oh. Um, with Barbara Walters, and it's going to be a panel of women, different generations, different age groups, et cetera, et cetera. And we'd love for you to be um, represent the young kind of, you know, the young view on the show. So I thought, I don't know why this man is even considering me. My hair is pink. Is he insane? <laughs> so I, I don't make anything of it. Yeah. Nothing. I go to, I wake up the next morning. I go to NYU like I always do. And then I, you know, hop on the subway and try to get to MTV by 11 a.m. and work there as well. And my roommate was at that party with me the night before as well. And she said, you know, that guy called and he wants to know if you're going to go over to Barwall Productions today. And I thought, oh my gosh, you're kidding me. Meanwhile, I'm wearing a baby tee that has Gabe Kaplan's face on it that says Cotter. Okay? I love him. Yeah. A, a, like an A-line miniskirt, black boots to my knees, and I had a bowling bag for a purse. I looked like I was going to the club. I had no business going to meet Barbara Walters. So she was like, you got to go over there. You told him you're going. Oh, my gosh. I show up over there, and I have a meeting with, with um, Bill Getty, and Barbara wasn't there then, but... You know, they put the whole thing on tape, and he says, will you come back in two weeks for a taped audition? And I said, yeah, sure. So I left there thinking, I can't believe I just, first of all, that they even invited me back. This is crazy. I go back two weeks later, and I walk into a room, a sea of famous faces except for mine. Wow. And, you know, at this time, I'm, I've obviously pulled myself together. My outfit is a bit more polished, so I don't look completely insane. My hair was no longer pink, by the way. It, by that time, I had the sense to dye it back to blonde. Okay. <laughs> I um, <laughs> and I see these women, and I'm thinking, oh boy, I'm sewing over my head. What am I doing here? This is crazy. I don't know. I'm, you know. And then somebody said something really snide to me. One of the women there, and I thought, oh gosh, you know what? I can't do this. I'm just going to leave. I turn around to leave the room, and when I tell you, Lisa, I open the door, and standing in the doorway was Barbara Walters. She put her hand on my shoulder, and she said, oh, Debbie, I'm so glad you made it. I'm so glad you're here. <gasps> and she guided me back into the room and addressed the room with her hand around my shoulder. And I thought, oh. I cannot believe this is occurring right now. It made me feel so confident and so safe and secure and that same confidence that she gave me that day, especially after that woman was really rude to me, is the same confidence that she gave me every single day sitting on that set for two years. I mean, I, there's no way I could have gotten through that show without her. I was way too young to understand what I was doing, you know? Oh, my God. My mouth is literally hanging open right now, if you could see me. I, is, I, I, I mean, yeah. that's like my dream come true, by the way. I, just think that's like, I mean, honestly, <gasps> I, everyone would call her my fairy godmother. I'm like, she really was like my fairy godmother. Wow. 
she changed my life forever. Wow. That's yeah, impressive. she's a great lady. She's she a really like great it. lady. Yeah. Oh my god, that is so so so. From there, did she just like? Did you still have to audition or not? Like, okay, I need oh, more. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, we also auditioned. Oh okay. So the first group of women who sat down to do the audition was myself, Meredith Vieira, Star Jones, Joy Behar, and her, oh, and nice. seven hundred other people. They <gasps> sat seven hundred other people down that whole day and kept switching the um, dynamics to see what the chemistry was like. Oh wow. And that first group that sat down had the best chemistry throughout that three-day period. Oh, my gosh. And, and she still said it. The last day when we were on set together, a few weeks ago, she said, you know, this first group, this first group always was the best. And I was like, I know, it's crazy. We just had a, the chemistry was there. You know, it, was, it wasn't something you could fake. It just sure. worked. Oh, my gosh. That's so amazing. And I'm yeah, I'm such a huge fan of Meredith Vieira. She just seems like an, an incredible person. She's one of the greatest ladies I've ever met in my life. I mean, I think she might be one of the best people on this planet. Period. Yeah. She's just has. She's just has so much wisdom. She has so much character and humility, and she's just really great. And oh. she's so talented. I'm so excited for her new show coming out. I was about to ask. She has. That's what I heard. Is that coming yeah. out in the fall? It's coming out in the fall. It's going to be on NBC. It's she's going to try to bring nighttime into daytime. And Meredith is really funny too. Like you know, a lot of people don't know how funny and kind of sassy she can be. So I think they're going to see that side of her. Oh, that is awesome! And it's so wonderful that you've stayed busy and and you're pregnant now. So congratulations! Yes, how far along are you? Is you. it five months now? Uh, five and a half months. Your mom must be flipping out. <laughs> they're all so excited. I mean, they're beside themselves. They don't know what to do. So we're trying, me and my husband are going to try to get back to Greece this summer as soon as we go on hiatus from home and family. Yeah. We're going to go back for our last trip before the baby comes because I think after the baby comes, a lot of stuff's going to change, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it definitely (laughs) does. Hold on tight, Debbie. You're in for for quite a ride. That's what everybody's saying. Now, you mentioned home and family. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I do a show on Hallmark Channel um, every day called Home and Family, and it's on from 10 to noon. And it's really great. It's like a daytime chat show. It, I always say it's like The View meets Good Morning America meets um, something on Do-It-Yourself Network. Oh, we have a lot a of experts combo. on the show. Yeah, we have all, lots of different experts on the show who have different expertise that talk about beauty. And, and I talk about fashion uh, because, you know, a lot of my background is in fashion. And uh, now I, I do a lot of the baby segments since I've become pregnant it's really brought in a new uh, sort of view to the show, which is great because, you know, I think of a lot of women at home that are watching are either new mothers or they're going through the same thing as I am. And I know if I have questions and I live in Los Angeles, you know, and I, I have all these resources at my fingertips, if I have questions about my pregnancy, I'm sure other women at home do too. So I love being able to share with them all the information that I'm getting so we're kind of going through this together. So that's really fun for me right now. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, it's really fun, and it's um, the two co-hosts are Christina Ferrari and Mark Steinis, and Mark Steinis and I used to work together at The Insider and Entertainment Tonight. Yes, he's yeah, so he's handsome. Yeah, really he's really great. He's so handsome. Doesn't he look like Tom Cruise? He, he, I think he's handsomer. <laughs> Me too. I mean, he's a babe. Let's be honest. He and is so Christine is, is also stunning. Christina is awesome. Christina was one of the original supermodels. Oh, wow, that's right. 
Yeah, from back in the day, she was Francesca Scavula's muse. Oh. She's pretty amazing. She's written five books, and she has seven children. And oh, my gosh. She's really successful in her own right. She had a, a few other um, daytime talk shows. So she's really, she's seasoned and, and knows her way around, you know, this business, and it's really great, too. And the show itself is such a loving, nurturing environment, and it's just a really great place for me to be right now, especially while I'm pregnant. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, I've interviewed Kim Douglas from the show, and she's a gem, and we had a lot of fun. I mean, I love Kim. She's one of the funniest people I have ever met, (laughs) and on any given day, she's wearing a costume on the show. You never know what she's going to show up in. She's hysterical. I'm like, what are you wearing today? She's like, I'm dressed as Mary Poppins. I said, why? She goes, I don't know. It's cute for the segment. I mean, she's hysterical. <laughs> Halloween with Kim every day. Well, she she came up with those bibs, right, for when you're getting your makeup done? Oh, yeah. It's such a great bibs. idea. Genius. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. She came on the show and talked about that. Well, Debbie, you are fabulous. I could literally talk to you all day. People should definitely get the book. I can't wait to make that chicken. Per- say it again for oh, me. So good. Lemonati Oh, your your accent's fabulous. So are you do you speak Greek? I mean, are you fluent? Fluent. Oh yeah, really? I didn't speak English until I was five years old. And oh. yeah, we only spoke Greek at home growing up. Oh, that's nice. Now, are you planning to teach your child, I would assume, some Greek as well? For sure. Good. For sure. Yeah. That, that's important. And do you know what you're having? You don't have to share it here. I'm just curious. I don't want to know. No, I don't want to find out. I think that's good. You know, I was so impatient. I had to know. Like, as early as I was like, just, I want to know. I don't know why. I just had this crazy thing I just needed to know. So I admire you for waiting. <laughs> and everybody's like, how are you going to know how to decorate? And I was like, I don't know. I'm not yeah. really, like, into all the pink and blue anyway. I was more like a, maybe a light green, a light yellow kind of thing. So I'm like, I'm cool. It's no big deal, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone is really, everyone's up in arms that I'm not finding out. <laughs> now, how about your mom? Does she want you to find out, or does she think it's neat? No, she's excited about it. She likes them not finding out with my sister or my brother and all my friends. They're not excited. They want to know. <laughs> well, I'm excited for you, Debbie. Just say, well, Lisa Davis is excited for me. The Thanks, book, <laughs> book is It's All Greek to Me, Transform Your Health the Mediterranean Way with my family's century-old recipes. Debbie Matinopoulos, tell us all the ways we can find you. You can find me on Home and Family from 10 to noon every day. Um, you can find me at IAMWM on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. So IAMWM. And I totally will tweet and Instagram right back at you because I'm constantly on this thing. And you can also find me in your local bookstores or on Amazon.com where the book is sold. Hooray. Debbie, so much fun. Thank you so much, Lisa. It was so great speaking with you, and I can't wait to do it again soon.